I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. We're JJ Fad and we're here to rock. Rhymes like ours could never be stopped. See, there's three of us and I know we're fresh. Party rockers, non-stoppers, and our names are deaf. See, the J is for just, the other for jamming. The F is for fresh, A and D, deaf. Behind the turntables is DJ Train. Mixing and scratching is the name of the game. Now, here's a little something about nosy people. It's not real hard, it's plain and simple. Super Sonic. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super Sonic. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I was going to hear. Well, after that, it's that hard part. It's like, Super Sonic doing a good job. Right. Oh, like, uh, yeah, okay, okay. Sonic motivating rhymes are the 80s. And everybody knows that JJ Fat is devastating. We know you like us girls, so you better get swirled. Because we are the home chicks that are rocking your world. Super Sonic. Hey. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, it's uh, Tuesday. Yes, very special it is. Tuesday edition of the show. I excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. We have some new guests on the show. Uh, kind of new up and coming podcast. Uh, a lot of ladies in the house. If you're watching this on Spreecast, it looks like uh, I'm Beyonce and I'm surrounded by <laughs> my backup singers. You know, um, they're going to try to all go solo and blow up without me. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, and I'm the manager in the background. Yeah, Karen, <laughs> Karen is my Mr. Knowles and she will kick these ladies out the group if any of them gets a big head. Nobody steps out of line. I'm the star. But, um... Yeah, we, we got the ladies from the Whiskey Wine and Moonshine podcast. Um, first of all, uh, let me just say, uh, I listen to y'all shows, man. It's good. Y'all, it is. y'all hop right into podcasting <laughs> and, um, took right off. Um, first, uh, let me, uh, introduce everybody else. Uh, first things first, our papa makes all the honeys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, Sojo, who, you know, I, I see all the time in our chat and stuff. What's going on, Sojo? How you doing? Nothing much. I'm good. All right, man. I appreciate it. Uh, what are you drinking on? I am drinking on Blue Moon tonight since I don't have any moonshine. Okay. All right. No problem. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Make it do. Um, what about you, uh, Think Pretty Smart, uh, a.k.a. Miss Smart? Uh, what's going on with you and what you drinking on? Um, nothing exciting is going on. I'm actually drinking on, I have a bottle right here. The guy at the liquor store encouraged me to buy this white table wine reserve mm. it's i guess a blend yeah it's an artesian blend and that is what i'm drinking on right now i'll show you guys the bottle okay mm-hmm. artesian blend okay mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> that's the wine in the whiskey wine and moonshot <laughs> okay all right nothing wrong with that you know everybody needs a little wine in their life every thursday i drink a little wine give me some cheese and crackers and I watch Scandal. Yeah, you know? he does. He puts his pinky up when he does it, too. Yeah. Uh, I drink it real classy with a straw, just like uh, Mama D. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, what about you, Lady Buddha? Um, first of all, hey, how you doing? And uh, what what you drinking on? I'm good. I am in a hotel, which is kind of where I hang out a lot on Tuesday evenings. Um, and today I'm drinking a whiskey cocktail. It's my first Manhattan. So oh. we'll see how I do. Oh, sophisticated. I yeah, see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I did not know a Manhattan had whiskey in it. That is a very sophisticated <laughs> name for a drink with whiskey in it. <laughs> Sounds highfalutin. It's like, give me a Manhattan. <laughs> What's in there? That? That's what Google told me, so. <laughs> yeah. 
well um you know also uh you know i'm here with karen and we're drinking in celebration of having y'all on the show yes um we actually have um uh right here i have some whiskey i think uh is this whiskey and ginger ale karen yes all right and then this one i have some moonshine and ginger ale yes (laughs) and of course i got my wine and you can see See, I'm in so, the background. And Karen got hers too. She's just not on camera, y'all. But um so if this show does get off the rails in thirty, forty minutes wow. in uh just know that we were just trying to, to you know to yeah, we support the ladies. Out. Yeah. And we love and the, it. we love it. And the wine is some kind it's it's like a black wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the um, moonshine is the apple moonshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the whiskey is the honey whiskey with the little bee on the front. Yeah, oh, yes, she loves that. Yeah, yes, yes. yes. I, I, I know. So I know that's your personal favorite. I was like, yeah, what y'all know about that bee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All my drinks got animals on it. I like that black kraken, and the kraken got an octopus. So I was like, yeah, if it got an animal, I'm all about it. You want to rumble? <laughs> want to rumble with the bee, huh? Um, but first things first. Um, I'll pop up. This is the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff. Um, don't forget you go to blackouttips.com and all that cool stuff is there. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet and ball, bullet ball extreme. extreme. Oh man, I feel like Charlie from Charlie's Angels. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that, you know that's what's up. Um, we are sponsored, of course, uh, by tweakedaudio.com. Go there, use the code TBGWT. And you will be able to get a whole bunch of free stuff, like 33% off. You get a whole bunch of, like, options for your earbuds that go in your ears. And you can listen to your podcast. You can work out with them. Some of them come with a microphone you can use to answer your phone. So you don't even have to, like, do anything with your phone. You just talk directly into your headphones, looking all cool and stuff. Or like a douche, however you prefer to rock it. <laughs> um, you can also do stuff like get free shipping. Um, and it comes with a lifetime guarantee and everybody that's ever owned a pair of headsets, uh, or earphones knows that, um, that lifetime guarantee would probably have saved you over a hundred dollars by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I was buying them shits every couple of weeks when I had, uh, when I had my what? jobby job. $10 here, $10 here. I would even go up to 20 and I was like, yeah. by the time I buy two, I could have bought mm-hmm. another, you know, one good pair and been good for a while yeah it got to the point where i was going to the dollar store to get headphones because i was just like fuck it they're gonna break anyway yes like at least now i can get 17 pairs of headphones i can ball with the dollar tree ones right i just throw them away like a like a beast like oh just mm, throw these in the aisle i don't give a fuck but burn stump on them yeah but now i got a lifetime guarantee it's totally different so uh make sure you guys support that um and then of course we also have a sexier sponsor where i have to get some sexy music let me see what i got here um <laughs> didn't even get the hit start on this um, i don't know let me see like, where we go we jam it to mr dj all right here we go oh, oh. hey hey this oh my God. This- i knew you were gonna shut up i knew you yes. were i knew you were <laughs> see see this right here make your hips twirl you were like you were hey. i was waiting for me to hear it yeah <laughs> All y'all need to follow me on Spreecast. This is one of the list, fellas. Anyway, fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in your bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about giving your lover something that he or she can feel? Of course you have. Have you been thinking about maybe surprising her with a new adult? 
toy or adventurous like movie or something like that well you should you should think about them all the time guys even if they aren't there yet think about yourself here's an offer you won't be able to resist go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you can get 50 percent off of just about any item but that's not all oh no when you select your one item at 50% off, you also get your three, count them, three adult DVDs. That's one for whiskey, wine, or moonshine, plus a free extra gift that is so central, you can give it to some other chick that's not even on the podcast yet. Think about it, fellas. And to top it all off, they even give you free shipping, which is the best kind of shipping, because it doesn't cost you anything, just like my love. And no, they're not teasing, so check out adamandeve.com today for the special offer. Go to 50%, get 50% off when you type in the code TBGWT at adamandeve.com when you go to check out and you get your three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use the offer code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. All right. Let's let's talk about yeah, y'all. I had to dance in the background. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're back. But I am we're back. We're and we're back from the from the break, you know. Yeah. Everybody's had right. to do commercial breaks like that. <laughs> All right, guys, put your put your wedding bands back on. Wouldn't that be cool? Like that would be dope if like in the middle of scandal if she was like, Earn me, Fitz. Did you guys know that you can get fifty percent off speaking of earnings at adamandeve.com? Like that would be dope. That's some real acting. Yes. Um, first things, man, I gotta ask, like, how did you guys, uh, like decide to, to do a podcast together? Like, how'd y'all, like, meet? Have y'all, have y'all all got up together in real life? Like, all that stuff, man. I wanna know the background story to Whiskey Wine and Moonshine. Okay, so, here we go. I met Sojo through blogging. I was a blogger for several years, and I have met her. We became friends over the years. And we um, have this, uh, I guess, chat group on WhatsApp, mm-hmm. and we talk all the time. And I'll turn it over to Sojo to say the rest. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. And and Lady Buddha and I actually grew up together. We went to the same high school, college, pledged the same line, all of that good stuff. We're all sorors, by the way. Um, okay. All right. What 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 sorority? Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we uh have our little instant messaging group and so we started listening to you guys and y- y'all kind of inspired us to try, you know, our hand at podcasting cuz we talked all day long, so we figured why not put it on air. So, that's how we got started. Okay. Um what were y'all what were you blogging about to when you started out uh Miss Smart? <laughs> um, I was blogging about everything um, some of it was relationship based. Of course, you know, you get the most uh, response from that. Mm. Um, yeah, it was that. It was just general like news items and just what was going on in the world. Um, yeah, but it was a long, long time ago. Like, was it almost a decade ago? It was really long, like it was a long time ago. 2004, 2005, because then I started blogging and because I found mm-hmm. Jesus. So mm. I had. Um, <laughs> I started trying to block my spiritual journey. Oh, letting everybody know about, you know, the goodness of the Lord. I understand. Yeah, that, that's what it started out as. And okay. then kind of went left. Now I got to go read archives. Wait. <laughs> Shut up. That blog is long gone. <laughs> now it's just full of sin. sin <laughs> but no, I used to read Miss Smart all the time. And, and I remember when I was reading her that I would think, oh, she's cool. I wish I could just sit down and have a drink with her or you know, get to know her or whatever and never thought we'd end up here. But, yeah, so we met in person and kicked it and, you know, yeah. and we get along, yeah. 
so it's not like that uh, episode of fix my life at all where they had the black blogger women and they all wanted to kill each other within five six minutes of working with each other so i'm glad you guys beat the uh glad you guys beat the average day i I wouldn't i I wouldn't go we are drama free yeah (laughs) and that's one thing that kind of drew me uh to you guys i ended up finding you guys because phenom black and um him and Leonard brothers was talking to sojo and i seen like it go through the like y'all going up and down my timeline and i act you know periodically i do click on people faces you know see what's in the background and i'm a podcast junkie i got like hundreds of podcasts that i listen to so i was like it's a podcast of black women because i ain't trying to find we we are rarity you got plenty of white men you got mm-hmm. lots of white women if they're talking about the mommies and all that stuff you got black men's but when it comes to women, it's a rarity just for the simple fact that it's either all um, like catty, like they, they at each other, or either they're in a relationship with somebody and they're at each other. So I was like, it's black women, they cool, they ain't fighting, and they have an opinion that I know I would be cool with. So that what drew me to you guys. And I was like, cool, I found somebody I can listen to. And y'all got in my rotation, and, and, and it was like one of those things where I felt like I'm at home listening to you guys. Um, and it's one of those things because you know, like when people find us, it's like now I kind of understand more. When people find us, they're like, "Guys, I finally got somebody that has my voice." That's how I feel like when I, because I know I have a voice, but it's like I can finally go somewhere. I go, "Well, they thinking the same thing that I'm thinking." I I got a voice out there that is a rarity. So just keep doing what you're doing because there are many black women out there that go, "Well, I, everybody else represented but me." Especially when you get one that's all black females and. I have, a, I have a few questions for you guys. How did you come up with the name of, name of the podcast? <laughs> it's our first um, <laughs> Right. Yeah, we were trying to come up with a name for it, and I just thought of what I knew we all drank. <laughs> and it sort of had a, a ring to it, and that was it. Okay. Yeah, and it really does reflect our personalities, because I think, like, Lady Buddha, she's the real chilled out, you know, uh, she 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 acts like she's the most rational one of us all. I, wait, uh, whoa, whoa! There's no I'm acting. Saying, I've known you since I was what fourteen. There's no so acting. No <laughs> <laughs> she was like, is Miss Smart? You know, she, you can see by her wine palette. Um, you know, she's the more refined one, and then I'm, of course, I'm, I'm, you know, city and country and everything else. I'm all moonshine, so. No. And both of them are ratchet, so I'm not sure how whoa, that whoa, fits. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not throw labels. That said, we got along. We're not going to do this on air. We, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like that you guys decided to center um, the show around alcohol, you know, like you really got to know your strengths, know yourself, you know, like if I could rename the show, I probably would center it around like, um, like Chinese food or something like that. Like one of the, sta- one of the staples of my diet. Um, oh, Karen, you have more questions? Go yes. ahead. Yes. And this is something I'm going to say. I'm tired of the fruit. Hey, I like fruit Thank in my you. drink too. Because I hear y'all hating on her. And I'm like, no, no, I like fruit. My And it's funny, though, because I be hearing y'all talking and people think I'm crazy because they be passing me. And I have my I got like the big boombox headphones on and I be sitting at my desk shaking my head. going, no, I disagree. And there's nothing wrong with fruit. Quit hating. <laughs> Thank you. Usually, y'all, for, for those who've never watched us before, I usually infuse my moonshine with fruit. 
So it can be, you know, whatever. And they're always teasing me about it. So, yeah. They I tease you because you claim that's for health reasons. It and is. That is. Whatever. That is my fruit intake for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and if I had had fresh oranges, they would have been right along in this blue moon. <laughs> uh, do, do you also count uh, french fries as your vegetable intake for the day? <laughs> you, you, you know exactly. me. <laughs> like yeah man i had a whole lot of vegetables today i had french fries i had uh fried <laughs> fried rice that's kind of a vegetable eat pizza get all your whole food groups in so <laughs> <laughs> all the squares are covered i heard y'all talking about scandal and roger is a big 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 fan of scandal mm-hmm. and when y'all was talking about it some of y'all was like yay and some of y'all was like nay mm. Mm. Most controversial show on TV right now. <laughs> period. Hands down. Shonda Rhimes got him talking in the streets. <laughs> mm-hmm. So who was who was for it and who was against it? I, I need some. I, I don't think any of us are really for it. Okay, well, everybody's against it. it. We're not for the trashy side piece angle of it. Mm. I'm for her clothes. I support that. Okay. Um, she be dressing. She do be dressing now. She, she, she do be sure. I support the stomp walk when she's mm. going to get something done. I support the handbags, the Burberry coats, the tr- you know, I, yeah, all of that. Now, why haven't y'all submitted any pieces to the Washington Post? Because I don't know if you guys know, but there's That's a premium. Up. Apparently, there's a premium <laughs> on black women that don't like scandal. Uh, you can get written all the way to the Washington Post just by being like, I'm one black woman who don't like this show. I saw that crazy article. Yeah, that was a mess. That was a mess. And see, our thing was, it wasn't that we didn't like Scandal. Mm -hmm. It's just that we were tired of Shonda Rhimes writing her female lead characters to be the the way that they are. They all have these issues. And it's like they're very intelligent, professionally driven women, except for when it comes to their personal lives. Mm -hmm. They're always fucked up, wishy-washy, you know, whatever. And that's the part that we're kind of tired of. You know, why can't we have balance? Why can't our relationships be healthy and you know our professional lives be healthy so that was our main thing yeah this is my first shonda rhymes vehicle by the way but go ahead i'm sorry so i'm gonna stop wait say it one more time uh this this is my first shonda rhymes like vehicle i've never watched a shonda rhymes show before this oh see all of her characters are like that like meredith gray from um gray's anatomy you know she did the exact same thing as Liv. uh uh what what's the one who led with her vagina um addison addison private practice Mm -hmm. private practice she does that then they start off so strong and and it's not strong as if in they are not vulnerable it's just that they turn stupid Mm. and then you forget all of the 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 good qualities about them because you're mixed up in all of their drama now, so that's the only thing y'all couldn't tell from the names of those shows that it was going to be like that because it's Grey's Anatomy <laughs> and <laughs> Private Practice Like, I mean but see she starts off strong she starts off with good ideas and yeah. then she goes for melodrama and bullshit mm. I mean that's really what the problem is for me like I didn't I'm not really a big fan of any of her characters or the plots or any of that stuff so I'm not okay. a scandal fan at all I don't think it's a good show I don't think it's well written i don't think that is well directed i don't have a lot of positive things to say about it at all Mm -hmm. however with gray's anatomy for instance i think she started off well um and then jumped the shark Mm. so and the same thing with private practice i think it had potential and then and i'm okay with a flawed character it's okay if addison starts off leading with her vagina but you never figure that shit out i mean Mm. you can never grow as a human i just that's we just can't get into that so Mm. yeah so we're not like this go ahead let me say this about scandal 
I like trash, and I've said it time and time again. I appreciate trash television. I think one of the things that we don't get a lot of in the black community is the ability to say, I like this, and I know it's trash. Mm-hmm. It's like either it's trash and you must hate it. Like you can't, you can't like trash. I mean, give me, this is America. I can like trash. Yeah, I, right. I know it's you know, so. Amen. <laughs> I like a lot of trash on shit. TV. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Personally, doesn't watch it. Yeah, I was gonna say personally, I love melodrama and bullshit. Like that's one of the ways <laughs> to get me into your shit. Like sometimes you know when it's too positive and it's not enough. Like Flaws. you know, like I need a couple trashy moments per show. See, well, I'm I out. Hate trash. I'm okay with that trash. too. Yeah, I, I, you know, I like uh, y'all know me. You mm. know, behind the scenes, I like I bring a lot of trash to our WhatsApp group. You know, I'm Can always say that again. Fuck. Can we make sure we have? I admit it. I'm the one <laughs> okay. that brings the fuckery to the group because I okay. do like, you know, I do like trash. But we, we just, we just hate that. It's, it seems like there's this angle where if you're a black woman. And you say you don't like the show. It's because of the black woman angle. Like you somehow mm. see yourself in Carrie and, you know, and your mouth. It's not about that. You know, we're just talking about this show itself. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, watch it. I mean, I think well. it's hard to divorce our, our race from anything. Like, so like, I always feel like that's an angle of anything. Like, it's like when people say they don't like basketball wives, like, yeah, cause the motherfuckers are black. If it was white people, what basketball wise would be like man i ain't watching that bullshit like it works both ways where we only pay attention because we're black and there's some black shit at the same time we expect more or expect we have expectations coming in because we black like mm. i don't think there's anything to be ashamed of or whatever you know like the show i don't think is perfect but the drama is it's just so good <laughs> the, like the, the like way they the tell each other off is just so beautiful man oh <laughs> i am like last week, her dad told her, "I am the hell and the hot water," and I was like, "That's my dad." So <laughs> that, I, that conversation was my dad too. I told him I was like, "Yeah, that's my dad, right there." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they was only kicking it because he was paying her student loans, and I related. Like I was like, I can see <laughs> how that situation could happen if you had that kind of daddy, man. So I, I don't know. I'm a fan, um, and I'm glad that uh, people out there, and I'm glad people are talking about it. But uh, yeah, yeah I always me think. Too. It, the thing that weirds me out though is like the people that hate it because she's a black woman and she has a white side boo whatever yeah oh yeah no. like yeah oh that's crazy that's lame yeah, yeah that's a lot yeah yeah that's- them niggas be in my timeline so hard man they be so pressed i'm like i'm not even a woman yeah like- <laughs> all that negro bed wench whatever that stuff yeah that whole line of whatever yeah yeah, alright. Well, as long as y'all ain't on that, then I don't care if y'all nah. like it or not. It's cool. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm so new. I'm to swirl every now and again. That's alright. Yeah. And I figure, I always figure, like, if you're gonna have a side piece, the most powerful man in the planet is, like, the best side piece to have. Like, if I'm gonna have a jump yeah, off. Yeah, aim high. Yeah, like, this motherfucker right. got her, uh, like, she called her main, well, I guess her second boo now. The president is boo. her. <laughs> The president is only her second white boo thing at this point to get her first boo thing released. Right. This nigga went on national TV and was like, yes, I had sex with that woman. He didn't even have sex with right. just to get the Jake out of the hole. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, imagine a vagina that powerful. The president is just like, I gotta do what you got to say, dog. I know I was against this five minutes ago, but she called. <laughs> like, that is amazing to me. I hope she keep fucking up the planet with that vagina. That is. <laughs> I, hope, I hope she avert a nuclear war. Like, everything. 
I want to see the yes. four to be ridiculous. Yeah, leading with your vagina is not a bad thing. It ain't at all was bad. Yeah, I want I want season four to be like kill George Zimmerman, and I <laughs> I might come over tonight. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'll take care of it. God damn, this is I'm it's going through a lot. Of, than I thought. Going through a lot of problems trying to keep up with this black vagina. It's ruining my life. I mean, you know. <laughs> It's happened to better men. Anything's so, I mean, possible you know, with Shonda. Yeah. We don't know what's coming next. So girl, because she could be like Izzy and having sex with dead people. Anyway, right. oh, yeah. sex with dead that's people. Dead man. Yeah. That's what grades went See, into right. when that they jumped the shark. That's the crazy shit they're talking about. Like, right. Mm, oh. Yeah. Well, I, I can't wait to see what that's going to look like. Cause <laughs> I don't know if she's learning lessons or if it's getting worse, but. I don't know. I'm in. I'm in for this shit, man. Um, <laughs> do y'all watch uh, Sleepy Hollow at all? It's also got a black female lead. I started I watching it. I haven't had. I, there are too many shows on TV, so that's one I have to catch up on. But I saw, I think, the first two episodes. So. Okay. And other two ladies? No. Well, as a disclaimer, I don't, I don't watch TV. Yeah, she, she does. Oh wait, you one of those, Lady Buddha? Yeah, I don't like. I used to. <laughs> I used to really be big in the television. I used to want to write for television, which is why I'm so critical of television writers. Yeah. Um, however, I just got busy, and just kind of television was not as important as other stuff I wanted to do. Oh, well, if you're too good but for we TV, brought her then. Back. No, last week we got her to watch television for the first time in a long time because we watched mm-hmm. American Horror Story. So we did a podcast on it, and she really enjoyed it. So I think we got her hooked back on TV. Okay, hook hooked is strong, but yeah, I'll watch a couple of (laughs) shows and check them out. I can't, I can't trust people that don't watch TV, man. I feel like, (laughs) you know, I feel like an alcoholic around somebody that don't drink. Where it's just like (laughs) you judging me for loving this shit. I can tell. (laughs) I might be. That might be true. I am the judger. We still talk about it and she hops into discussions and everything. So So when you hop in a discussion and you haven't watched the TV, do you ever feel like it's drawing you into watching something or are you comfortable just talking about something and never seeing it? Well, can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't agree with uh, having a lot of commentary discussion about something that I haven't seen or read. Mm -hmm. Um, But Actually, the reason why I can talk about Scandal is because since everyone was talking about it, and the same thing is true about Grey's Anatomy, everyone was talking about it. So I did kind of have to go and binge watch all the shows in a season okay. to catch up. So I'm, I'm known for doing that um, okay. after the fact. So, yeah. I can respect that. So you just yeah. one of those people that like, I don't own the TV, but I got Netflix and I'll catch yeah. something every once in a while. Yeah, yeah we don't, we okay. don't throw on the Walking Dead next. That's our next mission. This is not gonna happen. All right, you you back to cool. You back to cool. Yeah, I love I love the Walking Dead, and I tweeted about the Walking Dead, and I told everybody because people was complaining about the Walking Dead. I said, look here, look here, niggas. I had to sit through two hundred dollar <laughs> dates and eat ass. Y'all gonna deal right. with my Walking Dead tweets? Yes, mm. <laughs> yes. I love Walking Dead. Um, and also I think uh, on the low, Walking Dead might have the best black female character on TV in a long oh, time. Oh, Sean, yes. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I talk about her all the time. She a yes. beast, dog. She just cut niggas' heads off. And <laughs> in the comic books, it's even even more black because she only fuck black dudes. And I right. love that implied racism there, where she'd be like, "Nope, not you, white dude. Not you, white dude. Oh, a brother." <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and she's gorgeous. Let's not forget. It. The fact that she, in my opinion, is yes. freaking gorgeous. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. she is so beautiful, and that's, her side eyes are epic, aren't they? Oh, though, and, and, and her look is like, nigga, I will fuck you up. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
i like when she like she just started being nice and making jokes every once in a while and it's like oh man she will still cut your fucking head off and you know, i appreciate I mean, that so much it <laughs> yeah like don't let these jokes fool you guys mm-hmm. sword ratchetness mm-hmm. it is yes it is it's acceptable in the zombie apocalypse though i'll, I'll right. accept that <laughs> well um karen unless you have more questions i'm gonna get on with the show i do have one more okay question go ahead ma'am about y'all was talking about the uh masters of sex show what is that about um it's on Showtime, and it's about... That's another show I was trying to get them to watch. It's about this doctor and uh, his secretary that he ended up marrying. And basically, they did a, a study of human sexuality. And this was back in the, I want to say, 50s, um, because he was trying to figure out how women orgasmed or whatever. Um, and so he started doing this experiment. When, uh, basically, he was the first one. I don't know if y'all have ever watched the... Mm, Ever watch the porn where they hook the stuff up to you and they actually show, you know, what happens to your body during sex? He's the one that did that. So okay. that's what that show is about. And yes, of course I watched that. I know you did. <laughs> I, I, I listened to the show. I know you did. <laughs> but I, I, I hadn't seen it yet. So when she was talking about it, I said, ooh, this sounds interesting because it, it deals with a lot of the stereotypes uh, that uh, people have, especially when it comes to women and sex. Like women can't fake orgasms or, you know, and and, and I think it's, to me, it's good and bad. Is is. It's bad because a lot of men think that they're better than they actually are because women have been like faking the funk mm-hmm. and they be oh baby you the biggest you the best yeah give it to me then you get to another woman she's like nigga you ain't shit so you know he had a notepad and he was he was in a closet watching this prostitute have sex and she was you know going at it or whatever and afterwards he had his little notepad and he said I see that you orgasmed at two minutes and nine seconds and she was like no I never orgasmed he was like what do you mean I saw you and she was like. I faked it. And he was like, why would you do that? And so that's how, you know, it all started. Because, of course, men think that. Yeah, I'm always amazed by that because I I figure a lot of dudes must be feeling like that. Because whenever I watch porn, it's obvious that it's fake. But then but but then so many dudes get off to it that they must be like, oh, no, it's real. That's it. (laughs) It's like, no, we can we can pretend too. Yeah. It's like they got that voice and shit they be doing where you like, oh no, she's talking to him like a child. And it's like, oh, that's you. exactly how it was in the studio. She was like, good boy, good job. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's so great. It's the biggest ever. Like what else do you dog. need to hear? Yeah. Yeah, whatever it takes to make you come. Good job, yeah. baby. You came. Let me go get my vibrator because I'm not satisfied. Right. right. She said, oh, baby, 72 times. And then it was over. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, that, um, the other thing though, um, I started watching American Horror Story this morning, coincidentally, but only oh. season one, only season one. I just started oh. the first episode, oh. so I'm not, I'm not up to, I'm, I'm trying, you know me, I'm a completionist, so I have to get all the way up to date. But, um, I don't know if I'm gonna make no, it. No, 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 no. See, that's the thing about American Horror Story is they keep the same actors and actresses, but uh-huh. every season they start a completely different show. So if you watch season oh. one, it has nothing to do with season two or season three. So, so wait, oh, so I can just start season three now? Exactly. Yes. Okay, because season one. That's what we did. That's why it was so easy with Lady Buddha because we didn't have to give her any backstory. We just yeah. you know, said, hey, watch it. Because season one looked like some bullshit already. <laughs> it, no, season one is good. Season two is trash. Season three looks like it's going to be good. This That's the one where they're in New Orleans and they're witches. So start that one because it's, it's good. I, I will start it, but I feel like um, season one lost me immediately because I'm tired of uh horror movies about white people moving into houses during the black presidency 
like the, like the, the shit has really become a subgenre of horror and it's it's so fucking transparent black hard just ooh niggas horror no it's just it's just white people move into a house which is a long term commitment in this economy and then immediately everything goes to hell dude immediately it's like it's like oh we signed the closing deal oh wait a minute I'm seeing ghosts my daughter's trying to kill herself this dude's a serial killer like what the fuck like oh don't make any long term financial commitments in the white in the black white house America don't do it yet wait till Obama's economy is done you know, uh, uh, healthcare is gonna kill us all. It's like, get the fuck out of here, man. I get it. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's reverse it's, gentrification. Reverse right. gentrification. Ah! Yeah. It's not, you know what's funny? It's not even like they moving into a black neighborhood. They don't even mm-hmm. be black characters on the show, but it's so obvious what they talking about, man. This job, <laughs> I don't even know if this is a, like, this is a, you should get like one of these every 10 years before Obama got elected. It yes. was like, oh, the Amityville horror movie. Oh. Now, they coming know? out, and they coming out out of season. We get them in July. You're like, why is we seeing a horror movie right. in the middle of goddamn July? <laughs> Remember, it used to be like Poltergeist, and we would talk about Poltergeist for years. Like, god damn, Poltergeist is the craziest <laughs> movie ever. We got a black president. Every fucking white horror movie is poltergeist. Par- There's already been four paranormal activities under Obama. I get it. <laughs> I know the fucking. I see it, y'all. You can't fool me. It's like, and people keep going to see it. Like you know, the purge is pretty good. It's the same fucking movie. White people in a house. Black people music. That's right. I, 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 if I had the money in Hollywood, I would make uh my white people trapped in a house movie, but I would just make it racist. Just a hundred, just oh. be like, oh, there's some Negroes walking down the street, close the blinds, and then play scary music and shit. But the black people wouldn't even be doing nothing scary. But it's just the idea, just fucking with these white people, right. would just unveil their secret plot. I'm on to you, white folks, is what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, we have articles and stuff to get into. Um, the first one is, of course, the most important thing happened today, man. Um, Drake is reportedly kicking Future off of his upcoming tour, man. Oh. I know, guys. I know. Uh, it's very disheartening on the 17th day of the uh, government shutdown that Drake decided to give up <laughs> on Future. Um, apparently, he didn't like that uh, Future didn't um, say some. He, he had some non-flattering things to say about nothing was the same. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm assuming he told uh, that shit went good. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I'm assuming he just said this shit is soft and then yeah, soft like right. butter. Yeah. Oh, what? Why? Why would you tour with Future though, knowing that he's an ignorant ass, hardcore gangster ass yeah. rapper, and then be like, why does he think my album is soft when I sing about the waitress at IHOP that never called me back? Exactly. <laughs> um. Pro- yeah, obviously for money. I mean, well, let me just. My brother's in the music industry, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff that he does with questionable people. That he'll say, so and so is trash, but I got a car payment. So, you know, you let people on your tour, you do all, you know, he's trying, Drake's probably trying to get a newer, uh, a hardcore audience, audience. which is never going to happen. No, it's not. I mean, Drake, you know. Yeah. 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 Mm -mm. Uh, Drake, he says, uh, Future said in the interview, Drake made an album that is full of hits, but it doesn't grab you. They're not possessive, they don't make you feel the way I do. So oh, you don't make me feel no way. It don't make you feel the way I do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Bet your man don't do it like this. Right. That's be what he said. Yes, no man don't sing it like that. 
And I can't even hate, man, because uh, Future got the best song on that Miley Cyrus Bangers album. So Stop it. if he can make you feel ah! that way about Bangers, then I'm like, he must got something going and on. And he loved that album, y'all. I was album, in the y'all. alley this weekend jamming, not realizing that I was listening to Miley Cyrus, and I was so ashamed. Mm-hmm. I'm race traitor. You're a race traitor. Mm-hmm. Did you have your hair on the spark plug? I saw her on the screen. I was like, oh, shit. People, <laughs> it, it's so sad because people think I'm joking. I like that album. It's, it feels like white privilege just coded in. Just, mm, just <laughs> feels so good. I feel like all my worries go away. I don't be worried about no bills. I don't care about my blood pressure. I'm not thinking about getting shot. Like, like, none of that it's just completely just coded in just like my credit score goes up 200 extra points. <laughs> and I start thinking about buying houses and shit. It's beautiful, man. Everybody should take a couple hours, listen to that album and feel good. That's about yourself. That's the Illuminati. Mm. <laughs> That's Illuminati. Well, it's working. It's working. Uh, after reading the story, Future's hard five managers argued with the mag that his quotes were off the record, taken out of context. Yeah, because they know, hey, nigga, we got to get paid. <laughs> he fucked up everybody. Oh. <laughs> he, he fucked up everybody's money. money. <laughs> <laughs> managers, like water boys, everybody like, no, what are you doing? Just shut the fuck up. We're about to right. get kicked Just off this tour. Up go on stage. Yeah, we get kicked off the tour, y'all. <laughs> Uh, we're told the online story was edited, but Ramirez didn't delete her tweets. Drake, whose previous rap feud with Chris Brown ended in a violent bottle flight. Well, come on. Shit, that's a yeah. softest pillow that's fight ever. What are we talking Friday about? Friday night sissy fights don't count. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's not no fight. Come on, it's two light-skinned dudes. Um, <laughs> between their entourage and a club last year. I'm sorry, Leonard Brothers, it's true. Was so angry, <laughs> he immediately demanded Future be booted from the tour. He told his agent either Future gets fired or he'll fire him, a source told her. I'm still trying to imagine Drake making demands of somebody. I can't even see that. I just see him in the wheelchair, like wheelchair gym, like I can't see him. Yeah. It's probably not a demand. It's probably a well orchestrated request. Right. Like, you know, with bullet it's points. A yeah. Like a strong suggestion. Yeah. A, he, a, a strongly worded letter. They walk out the room like, they walk out the room like, you think he was serious? Yeah, his hand was shaking. Yes. Did you, did, did you see the adjectives and the adverbs in that? He was not playing, y'all. Um, the cheeks all rosy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He stopped talking in autos tune and started rapping. That's why I knew he was serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Future was fired, but then negotiations started to bring him back late last week. Uh, well, I know why. Okay. But over the weekend, Future pulled out for good after Drake's camp demanded that he make financial concessions. Future, oh. who was set up to make about $40,000 per gig, it's set to file a lawsuit this week uh, against Drake for lost wages or about $1.5 million. Gato Mati. Wow. Can you imagine a quote wow. costing you $1.5 million? That's why everybody panicked. They was like, no, you, you can't shake the fuck up, dude. Be quiet. Shh. Wow. You mess yeah. with money. But like the album wasn't that hard to me. $1.5 million. Goodbye. You know what? And You know, I would never go to my job and say, hey, this product is the stupidest product ever. So this future person should know that you don't go up at the office. You don't go up to the job like bad mouthing the job when you don't even have your resume solidly out and, and you're not interviewing elsewhere. Like this is a life lesson for him and everybody involved. Don't yeah. bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah, it's funny, too, because people are like, why would you kick him off the tour, Drake? You soft motherfucker. And y'all know I don't really fuck with Drake, but of course you kick him off the tour. Mm-hmm. Of course you kick him off the tour. Uh, you gotta go, bro. I'm the boss. 
like it's, especially the way the comments that he made like they can't I, what they can't feel like i make you feel or he can't make you yeah. feel like i make you feel that's disrespectful i mean you know but at least they're handling it in court and not yeah. doing some bitch nigga shit so that's true that's true it's sad that we got to give him credit for that yeah and it's one of those <laughs> At least they're not true. killing each other. That's true. That's true. That's true. They, they, you know, that, that, right. They're being civilized. And it's it one. could be a dance-off. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those things, too, where no matter how soft Drake is, you you got to respect that. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk about this other article. Speaking of black ladies, um, <laughs> apparently um, this scientist got um, her shit stole. Uh, or not her shit though. She got um talked down to by uh, a dude that um was like working for this website. I think it was like Scientific American, some shit like that. And he was like, um, "Hey, um, I-, I would like you to come work for us. You know, like come write write as a blogger. You know, submit some pieces. Um, I'll read his his exact email. He says it's it's called exposure at biology online dot org." Hello, DN. Uh, that's her name. Uh, DN Lee, I believe it's her full name. I-, I wonder what the DN stands for. Maybe it's like, you know, Casey and JoJo. You know, it's just like she go by that. Uh, my name is Ofec, and I am the blog editor at biologyonline.org, one of the world's largest biology websites with over 1.6 million visitors a month. I encountered your blog, Urban Scientist. And I'm wondering if you would be interested in joining us as a guest blogger for a short monthly article. I know you're busy, but you can serve as an educator and guide for your world experience, your world of science. As an added benefit, more to the point, you will enjoy a great deal of exposure from our 1.6 million, uh, <laughs> 6 million monthly visitors. Ah. Please, I almost said dollars. Please, please let me know if you are interested and I can f- provide further details. Thanks and looking forward to hearing from you. OFIC. And DN Lee responds, good day, Ofec. Thank you very much for your interest. It does sound like a great opportunity. Please tell me more about this. Are you looking for a guest blogger for a one-month stint? If so, how many posts are you expecting in this one month? Or are you looking for a single monthly contribution? If so, how many months? Finally, what are your payment rates for guest bloggers? Thank you, Danielle. Also, stands for Danielle. Okay, got to the bottom of that. Um... So, uh, I guess he was like, oh, cool. You know, that's what's up. I'm glad you responded and everything. So, uh, he said, hi, Danielle. Thanks for your reply. Regarding frequency, we would be happy for a monthly article. The only caveat is we asked for a delay of two weeks before you repost on your own blog. Thank you for, oh, I always wonder how that worked. Okay. Though you can post a link immediately regarding payment. Truthfully, we don't pay guest bloggers. Even Dr. Michael Joyner, who is internationally recognized expert in his field, did not receive payment. Putting Michael Joyner business out in the streets. Yeah, <laughs> no, Michael Joyner, like, why you got to bring up my shit, dog? Yeah, that's that's why a lot of shit is subpar and spelled wrong and not background. Because <laughs> you don't pay people. It's for free. This is what you get. Yeah, he probably been, Michael Joyner probably been telling people like, yeah, I get $1,000 a piece over there, man. So you might want to hook me up. Um, that said, by writing for us, you stand to profit financially in other ways. As I wrote previously, you have we have 1.6 million monthly visitors. So by writing and linking to us, you not only receive traffic from us, but you can have a direct effect on the traffic and rank of your blog. And that hold on, who's typing? Hey, whoever's typing, just mute mute your mic when you type. It's, it's coming through on the mic for some reason. Oh, sorry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We, we, we work. We cool. We working on. It. Um, 
you can it has a direct effect on the traffic and rank of your blog and that in turn has a direct effect on advertiser revenue so there are tangible financial benefits but direct payment for blogging is not one of them i'm happy to answer any other questions you might have thanks ofec and she replied back thank you very much for your reply but i'll have to decline your offer have a great day now i feel like right we can all agree on this podcast right now <laughs> that should be the end of this correspondence. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. thinking. I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Right. This no, shouldn't. Yeah. This should not even be an article. I should be like, mm-hmm. oh, that, that was the end, and it's the most boring article of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, Ofec felt the need to reply one more time. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> he said, "Because we don't play for pay for blog entries, are you an urban scientist or an urban whore?" <gasps> See, where did that come from? Oh. Racism. That's yeah, where it came from. I've Racism. Seen black feminists talk about this one. <laughs> That's why we can't have nice things, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> ah! mm-hmm. And she replied in the only way that I believe any person can reply to something like this, which is, "Did you just call me a whore? <laughs> Sit from my iPad." Like she, she was, she was like, "Hold up!" Like I think that's the only one that said "sent from my iPad" too, because she, she was like, <laughs> "She answered right there." Yeah, yeah, she was like, "Hold up! I'm not even going to the PC for this." That you, 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 I ain't even going to my phone. You getting it straight from the iPad? Mm-hmm. Um, so she has like a video response and all this stuff, man. But um, yeah, uh, black feminists are mad, rightfully so. I yes. think black people should be mad in general, like. I don't even think it's just a feminist thing. I mean, he called her a whore, obviously. But, like, that shit should offend everybody. Yeah. Yes, yeah. if you got a vagina, you should be offended. She declined. That should be the end of it. Mm-hmm. If you don't pay and I don't feel like doing the work for free, I'm not obligated to deal with you. Yeah, right. and it's it's not just a black feminist thing. Like, even if there was a guy doing it and he replied, don't be a bitch, like, you still don't right. do it. That's, That's not right. That's, right. You yeah. know? So, dude got fired. And um, oh, did he? So I didn't mm-hmm. hear that part. Good. Yeah, oh, they okay. they issued a um they issued an apology uh behind it and all this stuff, but people are saying the apology isn't good enough. No, it's not, not not for something like that because you are on company time using the company email when you contacted right. me. So anything that you say on that company email, you are accountable and responsible for. So if you called me a whore, that company called me a whore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. Um. They should pay her. I would yes. just be like, how much yeah. is, how much is you going to mm-hmm. sell the piece for? And, right. <laughs> I mean, we can give you like yeah, double that and just please and, just. And, and they better set it out of court because that's literally a lawsuit. Yeah. What an asshole, too. And it, yeah. not only is it a lawsuit, but it establishes um, a certain pattern of behavior for anybody who comes after her if they do right. it in court. Yep. I think I want to start using that as my reply to uh, when anybody <laughs> says no to me, though, is <laughs> are you an urban podcaster or urban whore huh mr moody do it for free do 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 whatever i want you to do for free in your personal time fuck you like what's what's wrong with people uh speaking of what's wrong with people keenan thompson made the news today okay oh Oh, i saw that um and let me just start off by saying this man because it's probably gonna get pretty slanderous in a second on keenan thompson and (laughs) I do want to go on record to say I do find the dude funny, and some of his skits are good, particularly the Steve Harvey skit. That gave me one of the best gifs of my lifetime, and mm-hmm. I will never forget you, Keenan Thompson. That was that was that was dope of you, man. But <sighs> we gotta talk about today. 
um apparently saturday night live announced his new sixth season you know they got some new cast members there's six of them uh i mean i'm sorry six new season cast members blah, okay. blah, blah. many were shocked to see the sketch com- shocked uh the sketch comedy show would be devoid of a black female cast member for the sixth year mm-hmm. in a row i won't say shocked because six years in a row i don't even feel like we get to be shocked anymore it's like oh they still racist you know <laughs> yeah why, why are people surprised yeah. i don't know Ain't thing, it's like going to south carolina and be like they still pulling niggas over for nothing yes. wow <laughs> the streak continues yes and the thing is that like black women are unicorns mm-hmm. we yeah. out here y'all so in a world where we have and this lady makes uh great points in her article sadie guinness in a world where we have the a black first lady pop culture that is defined by even if y'all don't like it scandal rihanna oprah Nicki minaj beyonce um you know there's there's a lot of black female celebrities that there could be skits based around they're in the news things happen uh it's kind of kind of weird to imagine not spoofing them on a weekly show that spoofs pop culture and news and current events um uh after years of portraying seemingly every black female celebrity from monique Maya angelou jennifer hudson keenan thompson Kenny Thompson has finally thrown in the cross-dressing towel. That's right, y'all. He's not putting on the dress no more, y'all. So that means no more black female characters on Saturday Night Live unless we get some blackface going or we uh, have black guests every week, which could happen. Um, when asked what the show would do now when confronted with potential black female characters or celebrity spoofs, Thompson told TVGuy.com, I don't know. We just haven't done them. That's what I'm saying. Maybe Jay Farrell would do it or something. But even he doesn't really want to do it. <laughs> Jay Farrell, like, man, please don't put me in that dress. Don't put me in your bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> this ain't got no, this ain't no us. No. <laughs> Maybe Jay, you know, Jay supports me on this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, I'm not about that life either. Uh, no. Instead of blaming showrunner Lauren Michaels or the series, which is funny because people that know anything about Saturday Night Live, like, it's still a huge deal that Lauren Michaels has to, like, sign off on every cast member. Um, so. Like, I saw a couple people, like, one dude, uh, Magic B-Ball, I can't remember his name, on Twitter, was, when I was talking about it, was like, well, Keenan Thompson said this, not Lauren Michaels, and I was like, yeah, but he was saying it kind of to defend Lauren Michaels' track record, mm-hmm. and Lauren Michaels is heavily involved with Saturday Night Live, even to this day, to where, like, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts with comedians, and there's comedians who are like, yeah, I made it through every part of saturday night live except when i met lauren michaels it was weird and he just was like nope that's it everybody loved you that's cool no job for your ass so um right now they currently employ three actors of colors out of 16 kenny thompson jay farrell and an iranian nasim pedrad uh thompson blames the lack of equality the lack of quality black female comedians it's just a tough part of the business, Thompson says. Like in auditions, they just never find ones that are ready. I, I, you know what? And I do not believe That's that. That's a lie. I don't believe that at all because the thing is, there are many, many of black women that go apply for it and they are eliminated probably way before they even get to him or even get to him and they don't cast them. Mm. So you mean to tell me out of the hundreds of thousands of millions of people that go for this, that no black women go out none no no black women none right well well, that's one thing that um cheska lee was talking about today on twitter because she actually auditioned for saturday night live 
And she was talking about the fact that, um, you know, anyone can submit tapes or they have some kind of a more open uh, process for accepting tapes. But you have to be invited to audition. So mm-hmm. and she said that um, for her in particular, the audition didn't go well. And she, you know, was really open about what happened that particular day for her. But in general, I mean, it's just like all these other outlets that we see. You kind of have to be present to win. And so if they're not really inviting. We don't know what their track record of actually inviting black women to participate in the process even is. Yeah. So also yeah. like um it's not necessarily even about black comedians like because some of the people that have made saturday night live have been famous for stand-up but a lot of them haven't been like true uh I, will ferrell wasn't you know killing it stand-up wise like no, saturday night live made him through his sketch mm-hmm. comedy um the other thing is like it's actors you know what i mean so like you like there's it's, it's two parts there's your comedy chops but then there's also your acting chops and like a guy like phil hartman is a was a great superbly talented actor and that's what made him so good on the show was like he was you know he would really approach the roles in a serious manner and while it would be funny he was a hundred percent committed all the time um and and then to, to say that well we just can't find uh people that would fit these type of the our type of black person or black writers or black uh stand uh comedians black actors or whatever it kind of belies the point that i think the real secret to a lot of this shit is like they don't have black people anywhere else in the show they don't have black writers i guarantee they have black writers that's right yeah and you yeah. expose it when you because the it's like this the only thing that really would expose the lack of like diversity in their entire staff would be putting up diverse people as characters because all of a sudden the writing would be exposed. We're like, black people don't talk like that. Like, what? <laughs> <we wouldn't, laughs> yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't say that. Like, who wrote this shit? Like, that's not even funny. Or, you know, just now I have this black quote unquote tool in my arsenal and I'm going to put this character in a sketch, but it's badly written. Or this person is just a, a complete stereotype. There's nothing subversive about it. Meanwhile, they're able to make nuanced commentary on like the uh, Syria. A conflict or you know shit like that where you're like well this mm-hmm. sketch is obviously been thought about it's in someone's purview it's someone's personal life and then in this other sketch it's just a black dude in a dress and it's like yeah obviously there this would expose their writer's room but i just say hire some black people to write too like yes i don't see why this is so fucking impossible that's the part well, and then that they don't want to reach out and do because uh, in full disclosure i haven't seen a full episode of saturday night live since in years the, the church lady yeah, since the church lady, like that's the last time I, I watched Saturday Night Live in its entirety. But I mean, even when you're talk, I saw just a little bit on Twitter where people were like kind of throwing out names and they mentioned Aisha Tyler. And I was thinking, well, she's, you know, one of those black women that's a comedian. She's right. popular, you know, and that sort of thing. And then I saw the argument that um, they it was like you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Like she seems like she would fit in with their cast. But right. then people were saying, well, like, well, they don't want a big name. Well, we just gave an example of somebody who would fit in to that type that you're looking for. Well, you know, any so- any black woman you can name is already too big for the show, which is a failure on SNL's part. It's not yes. like people are finding ways around them, which is great. But like Jessica Williams right now on The Daily Show is like their first black fe- female correspondent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's killing it. Like, 
it didn't even take long but it, it, you could even tell like when they she first got there they didn't have black hairstylists they didn't have black makeup artists yeah they didn't and, know what to do with her but with like you know maybe three or four weeks after that all of a sudden you know she got her hair did her makeup looking better and shit like that because there's an adjustment period and i know it's awkward and it's going to be embarrassing but i feel like that's what the that's what progress does is like eventually right. she fits into the show at this point where it's damn near flawless and she'll just kill like she'll have a segment and she'll kill it and you're like wow why hasn't this been done before now she's doing so good why can't we there's got to be another jessica williams and i guarantee you these are the kind of people that saturday night live passed over or didn't give a of fuck course. about and people are like well maybe she could come do saturday night live now she doesn't need to it's, yeah, it's, she's above it you know her name snl snl doesn't want certain types of women they don't want lonnie love they don't want they don't want lonnie love because she's quote unquote too big she's you know on um show Chandler. they also don't want the quote unquote pretty black girl which is that other girl you mentioned and by pretty i mean too thin too if you look at the women that they have keenan playing they're all dark skinned women i don't think that i am i don't think that's a mistake i think they purposely perpetuate the mean looking and black woman instead of like they would never have anybody pretending to be Kerry Washington but mm -hmm. they were pretending to be Oprah or Whoopi or precious those types of women mm. Well, yeah. you know, the other thing that I saw that was kind of an interesting um, related topic was they talked about Tina Fey and the fact that um, she said that, you know, they were it was a triumph they started to say that even for white women that women will actually play female roles yes um so i you know i think that we kind of think about what uh miss smart is saying it's almost like we can't imagine women mm -hmm. in the space at all or certain right well it's that intersectionality that often yeah. happens with white feminism where it's like hey look guys we want to battle everybody it's like yay uh okay battle's over it's like what about our shit uh we uh, we about to go home uh white white women won today so uh everyone can go home you have the day off no um what about black women getting a spot on the show we wasn't even thinking about y'all so like, fuck <laughs> yeah why are y'all still here it's really getting awkward now um but yeah she i mean she had the whole book about like women in comedy and then to kind of like just walk away from it when people are like yeah so there's a lot of black issues uh with women in comedy she's like them ain't my issues them is them. solidarity is for white women <laughs> exactly solidarity is for white women yes. but, <laughs> but um, why isn't a black woman funny unless it's a man playing her in drag like that doesn't right. that doesn't make sense to me at all you know what else is crazy <laughs> about it if you sat Kenan thompson down uh, if you sat any black comedian down any black male comedian i would I bet you at a 99% clip, they would be like the funniest people in my life growing up were women <laughs> at a 99% clip. But my grandmom is where I get this from. My mama did that. Every single one will sit up there like, oh, yeah, you know, they were the ones who encouraged you. Who the fuck you think is going to take a nigga to try out for some drama shit? It's not no dude, man. <laughs> Like right. fathers so are like finding is it, those women. You would rather the men actually put on pillows and and play the woman in drag. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that's more emasculating. Like mm -hmm. I don't, you know, we're not. We we America wants to see things that support their narrative, and their is more is more comfortable when it is black men being emasculated and playing women. That's right. But it goes back also to. 
it goes back also to who's doing the hiring. I mean, they said of six new cast members, five are male. And so mm-hmm. whoever is, is saying, yes, you, yes, you, yes, you, their representation reflects them somehow. Yeah. So they're not seeing the women, yeah. whether yeah. they're white at all because and so the roles that they create still have to represent this masculine view right yes that, that and also i think too which i think is a a, a deeper underlying issue <coughs> when it comes to black women because you don't write for black women you don't have black black women on there they don't they a lot of times they don't want to deal with the backlash if you present a black woman and you present her in the wrong manner right. the backlash right. that you're going to get from the black community and it's one of those things where it's like but you got to put them out there and let mm-hmm. us judge it's you the don't only give thing us a chance to judge because they're intimidated and I, I think a lot of times mm-hmm. america period is intimidated by a black female it's, because it's the only thing scarier to a white to a white writer, the only thing scarier than not dealing with uh, race and gender and diversity at all is dealing with it and fucking up. Like that, <laughs> like that's the that's why they're scared. Like it's the reason we ain't got a Black Panther film yet, but we doing Ant Man. Like people are more scared of ending their career by writing some horrible racist sketch that they were completely unaware of. But they could alleviate all this shit by, by putting some black people in the writing room. Assaulting and asking. It's not just hiring them. It's hiring the right. Because mm-hmm. one of my girlfriends works in brand management for a, a very large company. And what she found is just having a black person on the um, ad team for a particular marketing situation is not enough. Because sometimes that black person sits there and nods and mm. smiles when in reality they should be saying, whoa, whoa, that's not people talk. But they're very much into, I want to be accepted. I want to curry favor with my white cohorts. To, I'm, I'm a token. Say, I got to keep my token position. Yeah. Speak on it. I mean, that's exactly what Keenan's doing. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's basically just uh, co-signing the white patriarchy in, in, in parent in the show. Like, he just sit up there like, yeah, it's, it's correct, y'all. Uh, if it was black women, that was funny. Shit, they'd be on the show, right? It's like, right. yeah, okay, that's bro. Bullshit. That's bullshit. That's, that's, bullshit. that's, that's exactly more right. disappointing than them not hiring the black people is that him right. go basically towing the line and co-signing the bullshit. He was like, so pressed to hop in it. Like, he could have just as easily, like, honestly, wouldn't even be a story if he would have been like, uh, you know what, guys? That's messed up. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what's going on. The end. He could have just said, I don't know. I and they would have, that would have been the Meanwhile, quote. I had a good time in my dress. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. What are you going to do well, about I black female crazy. characters in the future? I don't know, y'all. I guess. I don't know. We have to do something but about he that. Can't, he can't do that because he's got to make himself relevant to secure his place on the cast going forward. Right. Yeah. I guess, man. If, if I'm just saying, um, he let the truth slip. He should have just been out, out there like, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's it. But like, I don't know. They, he wouldn't even have been a quote in the article. They would just no. been like, no black people again. But Everybody he wasn't was, in the article. He must have, man. He was pressed. He must have wanted to be part of the problem Like when it came to it. He you wanted know? to show them that he was on their side. Right. That's, mm-hmm. And yeah. that's, that's that black person in the yeah, world. Yeah, whatever that's, y'all do, don't don't find me, boss. Do, 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 right. do, do, do. Speak <laughs> on it, Karen. Speak on it. Yeah, and the, thing, the other thing, too, that I thought was um, funny, because some people were like, well... Um, you know, these guys, they don't walk in these circles. They're not really uh, introduced to a lot of different diverse talent and stuff like that. And these are the groups they look at when casting. Yeah, that's their fault. 
Right. It's their job. Like I, I right. don't understand. It's almost like the absence of diversity is the justification for a lack of diversity. Yeah, it is, mm-hmm. and that's the crazy part. Yeah, it, it reminds me bullshit. of it reminds me of before sports got segregated, and I'm when uh when when sports was uh I'm sorry when sports was segregated and, and MLB and Major League Baseball they used to be like, well look, obviously no niggers can play baseball or they'd be in the MLB like. That doesn't make sense. No, it like, doesn't. Th- that like colored leagues and see what's going on. <laughs> right. It's like, but these dudes seem pretty good. Right. Playing that colored ball. But if they were here, it'd be obvious that they don't belong. So why even put them through the embarrassment? Am I right, guys? Like, yeah, that's a good way to not give anyone an opportunity and to keep racism perpetuated. That's an excellent analogy. That's yeah, crazy. it's so fucking stupid, man. It, it just pissed me off because, like, it also they are the comedy or they have put themselves on a pedestal to be the comedy for america like yeah we right. you know the, right. nobody asked them to do that this is what they want to do so to just say there's not one black woman in the last six years worth parodying right. like not socially relevant in any sort of way that we would need a cast member to even approach playing this role is so myopic and stupid it is so bad I couldn't believe anyone would co-sign this bullshit. It's, it's sad and it's stupid, and especially being a black woman, you want to get on the side. I like. It's plenty of women out there, but like you say, it's ways around them now. I yeah. think Saturday Night Live has gotten to the point where they're almost irrelevant mm. because a lot of people really, literally, don't watch them as much as they used to. And mm. it's one of those things mm-hmm. like, why can I? Why would I watch you when I can watch somebody's YouTube? When people have their own channel, yeah. When know. They, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I was like, thinking like, about awkward black girl. That's like, the, yeah. yes, because there, there are also other ways around you. So a lot of the women that are talented that have tried that are African American. Asian, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Latino. They was like, you know what? They put their middle finger up and went, okay, internet, here I come and I'm getting ready to make ways you know to what? make that money. That makes it more egregious, though, because a lot of people were saying that, too, where it's like, well, Rod, why are you even worried about it? People like that don't really even watch the show. But I'm like, that also is an argument that fucking makes it so. Yes, I don't right. watch the show because I don't see me on it. Ain't that the it, truth? Mm-hmm. That's maybe, talk. You know, maybe if I saw people like me on the show, I'd be like, oh, let me check out that sketch. Mm-hmm. I guarantee, like, the, the few sketches I have watched in the last few years have either been shit that I knew, like, from other things where it's like, oh, they spoofed girls and they made jokes about girls, so let me watch that shit. Or it's been a sketch involving a black person. Every mm-hmm. single fucking one. And I watch them all on the internet because I'm like, I don't want to watch for the 1% chance that y'all do one of these sketches this time. I will catch your shit later. And it shows how much we miss in Living Color. It shows how much. I was about to say in Living Color. What y'all know about that? Mm. Oh, you know I know about it. Somebody in the chat just even said Mad TV did a much better job with the diverse cast. So it can be done. Key and Peele, like even people that are like Key and Peele is corny. I don't like Key and Peele. I, I like enjoy that show. personally. I like them, but Me even too. the people that don't like them, uh, they can't be more corny than SNL. Sorry, yeah. but they like. And then they, uh, I think it was either Key. One of them was like he tried out and didn't make the show. Mm-hmm. It's like so a dude that can play Latino, black white um, Italian <laughs> yeah. anything you need him to anything play you need him to be and that's what your entire show is about is all these different types diversity of yes. yeah went on to make a two man sketch show on yeah. Comedy Central but somehow wasn't good enough wasn't for good SNL enough. come on man and, that, and like I said everybody that gets famous off of this fucking show 
it is immediately back to SNL to go, yeah, you guys blew it. You know? Yeah. That's all, like, these are all people who at some point in time probably tried to get on SNL and they were like, nope, we can't see a reason to have these dudes on as either writers or actors. Mm-hmm. And, and those people went and blew up without them and people are still making excuses for SNL. It's, it's fucking sad, man. Um, yeah, you're right. They're still making excuses. Yeah. Anyway. Excuses, hit it. all right let's let's we gotta start getting into some guest erasing our games because uh oh i'm so nervous oh yeah i'm so nervous i haven't practiced my beer is gone i don't okay (laughs) um but before we do that i did have one article i wanted to bring up Mm. and uh hopefully this won't be the longest conversation in the world i'm sorry if it is (laughs) but uh oprah winfrey was interviewing an atheist and uh the atheist woman was like you know i don't believe in god and stuff and oprah was like um uh it was diana nead who's a long distance swimmer Mm -hmm. Um, oh yeah 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 uh he told her that she definitely wasn't an atheist if she believed in awe and wonder that's right oprah said hey atheist you ain't an atheist she said fuck your atheism yeah because i said so and i'm oprah bitch (laughs) and she is god so i mean (laughs) just the very fact that i'm interviewing you you are talking to god right now you obviously own my show which means you believe in something (laughs) right Right. um in a conversation with niad on oprah winfrey's network super soul sunday winfrey seemed baffled that the 64 year old swimmer could be an atheist and a person who was deeply in awe I can stand at the beach's edge with the most devout Christian, Jew, Buddhist, go on down the line and weep with the beauty of this universe and be moved by all of humanity. All the billions of people who have lived before us who have loved and hurt, Niad, who recently completed a swim from Cuba to Florida, explained. So to me, my definition of God is humanity and is the love of humanity. And Oprah said, (laughs) well, I don't call you an atheist then, Oprah replied. I think if you believe in the awe and the wonder and the mystery, that 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 is what God is. And that is what God is. And it's not a bearded guy in the sky. It's not bearded, but I guess there is inference with God that there is presence. There is a either a creator or an overseer. The eye pointed out. I don't criticize anybody because you know what? The definition of life is we will never know. Uh, she added that she saw no contradiction in being an atheist and being a spiritual person. Yeah, a lot of people pull that on atheists where it's like, well, you you know you believe in like spiritual stuff it's like yeah i don't believe in god Mm-mm, that can't happen it's like well ah i'm doing it um i think you can be an atheist who doesn't believe in the overarching being who created all of this and sees over it in the eye said but there's a spiritual there's a spirituality because we human beings and we animals and maybe even we plants but certainly the ocean and the moon and the stars we all live with something that is cherished and we feel the treasure of it Winfrey agreed and said, well, I believe that and I feel so deep that so deeply. It's why every time I enter my yard or leave, I say, hello, trees, which is crazy. Hey, I speak hey to she trees paid for those trees. Too. I speak to grass. So I can't. Yeah, so wait a minute. <laughs> I speak to the sun every morning. Yeah, um, I don't know about that. Um, I don't speak to strangers, so I don't know. Rod, you going to believe in speaking to nature before you we speak get to deer. We don't make you hater. Yeah, I, uh, Karen, are you hearing like static real quick? I am. I hear All right. static too. Y'all hear it too? All right, hold okay. on. Let me see if uh, something I'm with the mic or yeah, something. Something on our side. I was like, wait a minute, where that static coming from? Yeah, I might have to. Hey, I might have to call y'all right back on Skype. It, it only take one second, guys. Give me one second. 
yeah i don't know what that was about that was weird let me call him right back that was odd hello yeah yeah okay it sounds better already yeah mm-hmm. all right i don't know what that was um uh make sure your phones aren't touching your mic cord stuff like that but um here's my thing with oprah man um i think oprah is an overrated interviewer because she be making <gasps> shit about her sometimes and it don't even be uh-huh. about her like just she like is. yeah okay oh who said was that buddha i'm with you yes all yeah. right i'm all the way back to your not watch tv antics um but yeah she was like because this lady was like i'm an atheist and oprah could not just let that lady be an atheist by herself she had to hop in there and be like no your atheism is like my religion like in the same way and she's like no i don't really think so oprah no it is Mm -hmm. i won't even call you one she does do that and it's irritating yeah i'm I'm still hearing static but i I will say the, the what makes a good interviewer is not trying to push your beliefs onto the other person. Right. You're trying to bring out conversation. So you're actually engaging them and trying to see what they, yeah, I didn't, yeah, brothers Lehman, I didn't have enough alcohol to, to talk about Auntie Oprah. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, you're supposed to, to have a conversation, not push your beliefs out because the interview is supposed to be finding out more about the person. Yeah, True. I, yeah I was watching one. Understand them. But Oprah is really but, good but, for inserting herself in everything. Yeah, yeah I, 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 because we know that Oprah is the me to interviewer. Yeah. He was on crack. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I mean, like, we, Oprah has solidified her place as that per, me too interviewer. But, but you know, she didn't start off that way. She started well, off she as is a now interviewer, and now, just yeah. like Shonda Rhimes' television shows, Oprah jumped the shark. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. she got she got enough money where she can pay you to make it about her, mm-hmm. even though y'all talk. And she's yeah. like, you too, me too. And if it didn't happen to me, I can pay for it to happen to me. Man, Lady, Lady oh. Buddha is like a tough ally to have man she's like a slippery fish because i'm like i'm with you then she'd be like i'm dissing scandal i'll be like no not scandal too just, just over. <laughs> we're, just, we're just sticking it over right now but uh yeah man she like like the other day we had a uh one where someone like was on her show and they said something like you know as a bipolar person such and such she was like you know i relate to that too because i have nervous breakdowns and i was like oh, yeah, over stop yeah. yeah like come on over you don't, it don't have to be everything like i want to get interviewed by over so i can just make things up and see if she identify <laughs> with him like oprah <laughs> i was eat. i was so poor oprah a piece of chicken fell on the street and i ate it it had ants on it you know i would eat chicken if it had ants on it <laughs> so that that's not but even, she would tell you about her pet roaches though so mm-hmm. yeah. right <laughs> she, <laughs> she gonna outdo you true. oh my god that's her trying to relate to the little people she come she come off the throne <laughs> yeah i guess man i don't know <laughs> That should but be she killing does that me. All. She's good for that, though. She is. I'll be sitting here right. like, Oprah, she you... She lies to kick it. Oprah lies to kick it. <laughs> she lies to kick it, yeah. She do. I can't believe she got mad at that dude that pretend to be uh, pretend to be poor when he wrote that book. Like, she, could, <laughs> she couldn't relate to that part. Like, I make stuff up sometimes, Oprah. It makes me feel more human, and then people will buy my stuff. And she couldn't have been like, well, okay. All right, I can't. I actually can't relate to that. I do that. Um, all right, let's play our games, guys. First oh, game okay. first. We always start with fucking with black people. people. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. 
That's right, guys. Time for some fucking with black people. Today, fucking with black people comes from Washington, D.C., the birthplace of black people. Chocolate City, y'all. Oh, boy. Okay. Am I right? About 200 people decided to fuck with some black people. Counting among their ranks, Republican Senator Mike Lee, Senator Ted Cruz, and former governor of Alaska, Sarah Palin. Oh, That's right. The father, son, and the Holy Spirit of racism. <laughs> Converged oh. on D.C.'s World War II Memorial Sunday morning, mm-hmm. slightly overselling themselves as the Million Vet March. 200 people. <laughs> Hey man, we was just like hundred people short. Like we was real, real close. close. Like check the cameras again. We almost y'all. made it, y'all. Uh, they cut through barriers to protest the site's closing, which I guess I mean because that was one thing I kept thinking. People were like, "Well, the uh, they're gonna close the national parks and they're gonna close the museums," but I'm like, just walk in then. Because nobody's going to be working to keep you out. I know. So, sounds to me like everything's free. for free. Mm-mm. Sounds to me like this is the perfect time to go to Yellowstone. Uh, this, <laughs> But you get attacked, you're going to die, Ditto. Yeah, if you get attacked, you're going to die anyway. Eat your own bear, you in trouble. What the fuck is a park ranger going to do against a bear? <laughs> That's the biggest myth. I don't even know why they have jobs. That's the biggest. Park rangers just come there to be like, yep, he dead, y'all. So yeah, what what do they do? They walk up on smoking like beat it, Bill. Yeah, it they, don't work no. like that. Yeah, don't feed the animals. That's what their job is. Don't feed the animals. Ah! Uh, you can put a sign up, and it'll be as good as a park ranger. Um, oh, this is the People's Memorial Crew said in a speech. Let me ask a simple question: Why is the federal government spending money to erect barricades to keep veterans out of this memorial? And let me give you a simple answer, Mr. Cruz, because y'all motherfuckers. Stop the government <laughs> uh, two weeks ago because y'all don't want us to have Obamacare. There you yeah. go. Oh, God. Very simple. Yeah. You don't want poor people to get health care, so you made us have to shut everything up. And, and I don't understand this. Am I the only one that don't comprehend this? You shut shit down. People get angry because you shut shit down. Did you get mad because you shut shit down? Mm-hmm. And make the people feel bad for shutting the shit down that you caused to shut the shit down. Yeah. And at the end of the day, nobody looks at your ass and go, well, we in this predicament because you chose well, to shut shit down. In all, in all fairness, what's funny about this, in poll numbers, uh, 51% of people are blaming Republicans for this shit and like 30 Obama. And I don't know what other 19% of people are. That was blaming, but, but like, Ew. everybody still think it's their fault. So it's not even like they fooling anybody. No, they not. They just like, I am angry. mad about the government shutdown. But that, I can't, did my direct deposit go through? Right, people are like the government shut down that you run, huh? Yeah, um, you know right. your, your your people working for you. You want to not pay them? Yeah. What, huh? That's that's what we're doing. Th- those presents, those present weren't all agreed upon specifics of their grievances. Uh, according to the Washington Times, as one pro- protester put it, there are there was a three part focus: veterans, impeachment, and truckers. So you got three that impeachment shit. Yeah, Yeah, you know, I saw like a joke article, the Daily Current, which is like uh, the onion, but with politics Mm -hmm. and less not as funny. They were throwing out an article about impeachment proceedings starting. (laughs) Everybody calm down. It's not real, but that will probably make fucking with black people in a week or two because a lot of black Um, people was like, oh, hell 
hell no and i was like calm down that's not a real site impeach for what man? uh it's a it's, it's like the onion saying they were gonna impeach him by obama karen it's, it doesn't count they impeach everybody they yeah. on my nerves you black we got impeaching we was all gonna impeach him before he started uh one speaker went as far as to say the president was a muslim and separately what? urged the crowd ah! the crowd of hundreds to initiate a peaceful uprising what is that they still on that shit what is a peaceful uprising in america with all wow. these yeah uh excuse me excuse me uh mr president uh, please excuse me I sir. Am uprising uh would you please stop being the president for a while uh we would like to take back our country at this point uh, no okay well thank you very much for your time <laughs> i call upon all of you to wage a second american nonviolent revolution to you wait a minute there was never a first american nonviolent revolution ain't that the truth the first one was very violent yeah <laughs> what is that <laughs> and it involved guns right to you to use civil disobedience to demand that this president leave town and you know what also it involved blacks not having rights oh, to get up to put the quran down to put the quran down and you know what it's amazing a lot that, of people yeah. a, a huge percentage of the population are very ignorant and will still tell you today that that man's muslim I don't know if it's the moonshine kicking in or, <laughs> or if this is just that goddamn hilarious, but these people need to, these people should be on Saturday Night Live. They, they would be better. They would, yeah. it, it would be funny as shit. He said to put the Quran down, to get up off his knees and to figuratively come out with his hands up. What? <laughs> they gonna arrest him? Said Larry Clayman of Freedom Watch, a conservative political advocacy group. And here's where you get to fucking with black people. At a certain point, they walked over to the White House, bringing the barriers with them and at least one large Confederate flag. Oh, shit. Oh, oh I saw that. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's the thing. Y'all don't understand. This is a piece that y'all are getting on the news. This happens all the time. Those people who are acting complete white ass monkeys mm-hmm. are like in restaurants with us. They're in happy hours with us. And they're spewing this non in public with reckless abandon it is it is oh my it's disgusting and the thing is and and from a race perspective like i know i've been in situations where white people are more outraged than i could ever they're like you don't me like let's look hands let's thumbs around your neck let's get your clavicle locked down um they're really upset with these people like they don't white people get more these people because these represent all whiteness we're like ah ha ha i expect that but white people are like listen you're not going what you're not going to do is bring this up 95 into these uh you were breaking up a little bit during that but i'm I'm taking your meaning as white people be mad for real is that a good accurate summation of that that is correct white people are mad for real while in the same rest the blacks are sitting at the bar ordering hard drinks and the white people are really we're like girl we know you know yeah you don't. know white people really haven't like taken a lot like white people are like the globe trotters in 2013 if they, fi- if they finally lost to <laughs> that white team that they always beat it's like they lost like they first time in their life four years ago and they yeah. have not had a win since and it's fucking with them, man. Like, they just used to excellence, and they can't, you know, and black people are used to losing, so we're kind of like, 
Oh no, nah, dog! This it, it'll be new. straight, man. You just took a couple mm-hmm. L's. Just have a you, drink. You can bounce back. Yeah, it, you know. They're like fuck that, man. It's a new election in two years, dog. Just concentrate on that. And they like, no, no get him out of the right. White House. Why is he passing these laws that people voted for him to pass? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I hate. They are having complete meltdowns. It's, it's good. It's actually, if it wasn't so sad, it would. It, it's it's hilarious to see them melt down like that. Well, I'm gonna give this a hundred for a minute though. Like, when does the meltdown actually end? We have to wait till the next set of midterms. Oh, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it won't end. They're gonna be mad forever. Obama gonna be long dead and gone. They're gonna. Be, you remember when that one nigga was in that? Man, me too. And everybody gonna get angry all over again. <laughs> we gonna be sure we don't. You're never gonna get one in there again. Yeah. Karen, they're gonna fight the textbooks too. They're gonna be like, "Oh, that, that nigga didn't exist." You want him written out of textbook? Like, um, they're gonna say he was a Muslim. Tree, huh? They're gonna say he was a Muslim. Mm, we don't want no Muslim as our president. Exactly. He stole the presidency. Well, I, have to, <laughs> I have to give this a hundred because they think pretty smart, got pretty serious about it, and <laughs> we all know that when it comes to fucking with black people, you can get black people to take it serious for any point in time. That's a hundred. So good job, <laughs> yeah. well played. All right, let me see. If we can wrap this up before the shield. Here is the um. Here is our first guest to raise. Let me play some music so oh. we can get started. Time for some guest to raise. That's right, it's guest to raise time. That's right, it's time for guest to raise the number one game show crossing all of america and podcast land where we play or read different news articles from across the country and we ask the participants on our show to guess the race are you ladies ready to play some guess the race today yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> got us a good crowd i feel enthusiastic about this uh let's get into the first guess the race article it's actually one that i can play because i probably can't read too much after drinking whiskey and then moonshine yeah not a good decision Preparing shot and kill the shooter still on the we got rod fucked up <laughs> i haven't even made it to my wine yet <laughs> I, my, now my wine is gone okay all right where's your water because you're gonna really hydrate after this <laughs> all right here we go 10 shot and kill the shooter still on the run police say the woman was shot multiple times outside the brick house apartment or restaurant in east atlanta yesterday evening fox Lights denise dillon is live with the story for us Lisa, yeah, this is the restaurant where that woman was killed. You can see this broken glass right here. This is where bullets went through the restaurant during the shooting. Now, the woman who runs this restaurant says it was her cousin and her best friend who was killed. As friends and family gathered on the sidewalk where a woman was shot to death, music blares from a car stereo. The singer, Charlize Brooks, the woman who was killed, she goes by the name Miss Atlanta. Her cousin says Ms. Brooks was trying to break up an argument between two women outside this restaurant when one woman pulled out a gun and started firing. Ms. Brooks was hit multiple times. The woman who fired the shots took off and is still on the run. There's all indications that a verbal altercation escalated into the shooting and it was between people, uh, persons that knew each other. 
family members say she was 34 years old and a mother of four biological children and six adopted children, ages 4 to 18. One of her sons helped out at the barbershop next door. A good young man. Um, she still good morals in him, and um, she was a very respectful lady. The guys here at the shop got to know Miss Brooks. Sweet person, sweet lady. Um, caring lady. So, you know, we just, you know, it's a sad situation that will happen, but, you know, we send our blessings. Why is this dude getting his beard trimmed? <laughs> <laughs> He was like, you, 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 stop the you don't know what he has to do tomorrow. Y'all you don't know. Gonna, gotta get himself together. Now, no, what y'all won't do is do that about, talking about what's going on in the barbershop. Going down, like. yeah. <laughs> and our prayers out to our family. We multitaskers in the ATL. The family right. members say yeah. she's 34 years old. She was mother of 10 children. We will continue to follow this story throughout the day as more details come in. All right. Let's guess the race, guys. Of Miss Atlanta... Rapper and uh, person, peacemaker, mother of 10 in Atlanta. Sojo. Black. All right. Got black so far. Uh, Miss Smart. I am going to go with Lincoln's mistake. Okay. Okay. That's black. All right. And Buddha, Miss Buddha. Um. That person sounds like someone who uh, rides uh, the transportation known as moving Africans rapidly through Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the interest in the interest of getting to a lot so of articles, all right. It, oh, I oh I got it. Both of y'all, <laughs> both of y'all. I knew that was black. Um, in the interest of moving kind of fast, I'm gonna I'm gonna just do a few of the people in the chat room. Sorry, chat room, but you know, gotta move on. One from Southwest Atlanta who Lauren Michaels will, re- will reject at an SNL edition. Oh, EBT Nair Black, one who is a reject from Love and Hip Hop. Dylon, 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 and Dylon are the names of five of those kids. Black. Oh, birds take a bath. Black. Uh, relative of Philip Rivers, she black is wet tar though. Oh, uh, black blacker than the SNL writer's worst nightmares. Black, oh. stay home to live tweet BET Awards, Black. <laughs> black Decker Mom, this one goes out to my homie on that Gangster Lean. Uh, ah! Yeah, uh, it looks like everyone got the gist. Uh, the correct answer is, is Black. Black. You guys are all right. You guys all got it. Let's go to the next one. And... Uh, Here's a guy who was sentenced to jail. I'll read this one. A Portland man was sentenced to spend 10 days in jail for secretly recording a co-worker using a breast pump. Mm. Oh, my. Judge Stephen Bushong sentenced Russell Gordon to 10 days in jail and three years of probation for what he called an egregious invasion of privacy. Bushong previously found Gordon guilty of burglary. An invasion of privacy. He was accused of using a pen camera to record a co-worker using a breast pump in her office in DB&G Consultant. wonder how she mm-hmm. found out. She's like, why are you pointing that pen at me? He's like, what? <laughs> the, I forgot to turn off the red light. Yeah, the pen with the red recording light on it. Huh? I was just needed to write something real bad in the break room. Uh, the new mother was finishing her last week of work when she found the camera in January. She told oh, so the, she found it. 
Mm-hmm. She told the judge the experience has caused her a lot of embarrassment and anxiety as well as affected other mothers at the company. I think maybe the worst of it is that Mr. Gordon sullied what was in my mind a very selfless act on my part, an act that was meant only for my daughter and my daughter alone. Gordon apologized for his actions and told the judge he made he wanted to take responsibility for what he had done. Gordon was taken into custody immediately after the hearing. He will have to undergo a mental health evaluation and a sex offender evaluation as part of his probation. Gordon will also have to pay restitution to the victim who was attending counseling sessions to deal with being recorded. Company, the company fired Gordon after the pen camera was discovered. Of course. He already has a new job and his boss was in court for Tuesday's sentencing hearing. I wonder where he works at now. The pen company uh, incorporated. Um, but all right, guys. <laughs> guess the race of Mr. Uh, Russell Gordon, breast pump recorder. They're giving him a psyche valve so they can try to justify his bullshit. So I'm going to go with white. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, and plus he's out there where it's not a whole lot of darkies. So he's white. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with a first cousin of Mike Brady. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Uh, One who was hoping to make some cheese from that breast milk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> one who will use milk to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Masters and Johnson White. Breast <laughs> oh, mi- excellent! <laughs> breast milk white. Oh, wait, oh, yeah, breast milk white. Creepy white dude who needed to discover the internet. Ten days in jail. White. Ofay with a boob juice fetish. Oh my, boob juice. That's new. Whiter than the Osmonds and all the Family TV hour of dairy dairy farmer. Who tried to make cheese from that breast milk? Okay. Uh, dairy Farmer White. Bathe. <laughs> I like that, that Danny says, like, they won't understand that Dairy Farmer is white. You know those black dairy farmers and how popular they got. Uh, Bathes in cheese while kissing dogs in the mouth. Gouda consumer. Liquid paper white. Cheese eating cracker who masturbates while she lactates. Oh. Coming out onto white out crackazoid. Masturbates and segments not white. The, cor- ugh, the correct answer is white. <laughs> Everybody got that Woo! right. Everybody. Ew, you know, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Roll. <laughs> you know, it is crazy too, though, because like I do think it's weird when women like breastfeed in public. Because I'm like, those are still titties, but I know not to record it or look too hard. Like, <laughs> Come on I now. feel like every dude is like free titties, and then you just gotta pretend you didn't see them, but. Exactly. He didn't have no code. He was just like, mm, I don't give a fuck if they for a baby or not. Them is titties. <laughs> I'm sure he was looking around at all the other dudes like, y'all not gonna record this? She got her titties out. And she was in her he doesn't have access to them. That's all. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's get into the bonus round, guys. Double the points, double the race, double the points, double the race. That's right, guys. It's time for the bonus round of Guess the Race, where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. All of our contestants are two for two so far, so this is getting intense. Are you guys getting nervous? (laughs) No. Yep. Oh, all right. (laughs) Lady Buddha is nervous. She's the first person that's ever admitted to being nervous on the show. Uh. Three Disney cast members were beaten by an alleged drunk guest. <laughs> oh. oh, Florida. Oh, Mickey. <laughs> so ridiculous. Three Disney cast members were beaten Saturday night by an alleged drunken guest. Guest officials say Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, and Justin Timberlake were all beaten. Um, 
Before officers arrived, the call was upgraded because the suspect, Austin D. Van Hill, 24, <laughs> was reported to have struck one of the cast members with a metal pipe. Oh, shit. What? Yes. In Florida, they carry metal pipe. They just give you a metal pipe when you're Hardcore. born. <laughs> when an Orange County deputy arrived, Hill was already secured by another off-duty deputy in a seated position that was bleeding from the knees, wrists, and hands. The oh, suspect shit. was yelling, continuing to cause disturbance in the park. According to reports, Hill was escorted by the two deputies as he continued yelling incoherent statements and appeared to be intoxicated. Then he began resisting attempts to escort him to the security office. At that time, Hill got out of the deputy's hold, fell, and began bleeding after injuring his chin and jaw. According to the report, Hill was transported to Celebration Celebration Hospital. What? (laughs) Hospitals are happy? Yeah. 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 I guess that's like a positive thinking, you know? It's like, hey, man, you go to a hospital. Oh, the good news is called, it's Celebration Hospital. Yay. They have a whole suburb called Celebration. Oh, really? Wow. Yay. Yeah. Let's move back to Atlanta from Florida. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Big deal. They have schools and Celebration. It's it's not a game. Yay. <laughs> you got shot. Isn't it a Celebration? No. Wrong <laughs> type of Celebration, baby. Uh, he received stitches in his chin. Michael Conley, the first victim, was punched in the head area, causing a large gash across the forehead. Timothy Beltley, Hill's second victim, was punched in the face. And the third victim, Jessica Brown, uh, who was not interviewed by SNL, was struck in the left cheek and neck with a plastic PVC pipe, causing swelling behind the ear. Uh, Many people missed because they thought the butler did it with the sledgehammer in the den, but they were wrong. Ah! Brown was treated on the scene while Beltley and Conley was transported to the Celebration Hospital. Yay! Um, guess the race of Mr. Austin De Van Hill, 24 years old, and drunk off his ass. <laughs> White, um, of course. White? Okay. Yeah, he could play uh, Eminem or Vanilla Ice on the camp comedy sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go with a lice nester. A, li- a lice what? Lice. It's Nestor. You know, they keep the lights. Okay. So. All, right. Oh. Ah! All right. All right. That's, that's ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, delightful. it's delightful. The chat room says, oh, hell yeah. Steve Austin on his day off. Mm-hmm. White like all the poltergeist victims. Mm-hmm. White like them people moving in them houses, y'all. One who snorts Parmesan cheese to get high with meth runs out. Aww. Hitler's American cousin. The family Snow White never talks about Wizite. Ah! Celebrating being white, that's why cops didn't shoot him. <laughs> Confederate flag wavers. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> and it was a celebration. <laughs> Miss Godden Sig Haler. Uh Sig Hyler. I'm sorry. White Mickey Mouse Club reject. They got Goofy on the way. Pluto while running train on Sleeping Beauty. Oh even, Lord! I don't even know what race that is, but Redbone Sonya is off the hook. I don't even know what that yeah. means. She has some moonshine too. Yeah, that just, that just sounds highly sexual. The poor Dizzy characters. Yeah, and the white people exclusively run trains. I don't. I don't even yeah, get that reference. Yes, she's in a white in the costumes. Uh, white as some fresh new Crip Air Force Ones, and white like the Poltergeist. Correct answer is. White. It was a white dude, y'all. Yeah. All right. Let me see if we can. Let's do another one. Here's, here's, 
Here's the last one, guys. The last one of the show. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys are really ready for for a good one. Tempe, Arizona. A Tempe man was accused of choking his nephew during an argument in their home Friday night. Garrett Lee Wright, 48 years old, faces one count of aggravated assault and one count of child abuse. Police say Wright is the child's legal guardian and was upset about his poor school grades. Oh. That's right. According to court documents, the boy told a friend that Wright slapped, punched, and choked him to the point where he could not breathe. The friend told police about the incident and the officers went to the home. They said they noticed red marks on the boy's neck, shoulder, eyebrows, and arm. The boy told officers that his uncle squeezed his neck with both hands. The victim is now in the care of Child Protective Services. Guess the race of Garrett Lee Wright, disciplinarian. That's a black man. Okay. Lady Buddha says black. Hmm. I'm going to go with white. All right. Sojo says white. So we're getting some separation between the guests. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Bush's eater. Say that again, you broke up. Bush's big beaner, Hispanic. Oh, you're going with Hispanic, so one oh. of you. Oh, it's interesting. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Unless, unless it's a race that y'all don't think, unless it's like Asian or some shit, one of y'all <laughs> is going to win in this round. Let's check out the chat room. They say, why you little Homer Simpson wannabe? Oh. Uh, so what, yellow? Is that what is what race is that? <laughs> uh Bernie Mac uncensored. Better call Saul. One uh who attended the million vet march. <laughs> yeah, I can, I feel like there wasn't a lot of brothers there. Uh the color of the sand in the water runs dry video. White P P W I'll cut you over a game of spades black. Peter Griffin <laughs> Peter Griffin and the chicken. Brett Favre just having fun out there, Wrangler wearing white. Wrangler wearing <laughs> <laughs> three names white, white like Drake concert goers. I beat you because you look like your mother who left me black. Oh. God damn. Oh. It's his nephew, oh. not his son. That's serious. Son of a bitch. That's serious. <laughs> they used to call me crazy Joe. Well, now they can call him choke, man. The correct answer is, is white. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's black. It's black. What? It's black. <laughs> know that black people have, uh, have melanin. I feel like they get some points. Oh, Lady Buddha wins. Lady Buddha gets the W. And uh, of course, you two ladies get. That's right. You guys get the boos. Um, speaking of other people I like to boo, we can't leave without talking about sore ratchetness. Police arrested a man. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Wait, Rod. Yes. Like, if you have a mini sword, like, how does that figure on your spectrum of sword ratchetness? Oh, like, uh, I'm asking for a friend. And it, I have one, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it is still ratchet. And uh, it is just, uh, yeah. it is just, just as ratchet. Uh, I like, I wouldn't come to your house, is put it the that way. The two of them, and then again, they're ratchet. You're the only mm-hmm. one without the a goody two shoes. Yeah. Swordless. Okay. Like I would come to Lady Buddha's apartment and not watch her TV, but I I wouldn't get stabbed. We could watch Hulu. Yeah, we have to watch some Netflix or something. But I Netflix. I just want to leave with no stab wounds. I don't know how y'all other ladies would get down. 
<laughs> sword attack in Hatton. At least five people were attacked in Hatton late this evening using swords in what police said was a post-election related incident. Oh, shit. Exactly. Sword owners don't like the way the election goes. <laughs> they just stabbing everybody. Now we got to go stab everybody. You know, maybe, maybe they, maybe white people was right. If Obama would have lost, you know, maybe Sojo would have been out there and, and things, and Miss Smart would have been out there stabbing motherfuckers up. I don't know. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we could have been that close to Sword Armageddon out here. Nobody knew, man. Um, police said, uh, that five supporters were attacked. Uh, all those injured were said to be in serious condition. So these were people were proficient with a sword. Oh shit! Yeah, they knew exactly what to do uh, to 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 try to you know get these get get these folks. Um, uh, meanwhile, a tense situation was reported in ca- in Candy over the delay to release the preference. Oh, who cares about the election? But yeah, they were stabbing motherfuckers over election dog. They didn't like the results and they wanted a recount in slices. It's not <laughs> fair. Pieces. Uh, another sore related incident before we leave. A woman called the Kern County Sheriff's Office Friday night to report her husband had assaulted her with a sword. Mm. I bet it was just a small sword. She, <laughs> she probably owned it since she was single. Then she <laughs> fell in love with a man she thought she could trust. He All of a sudden they have an argument. He wants to watch Scandal. She thinks that it's terribly written. This motherfucker pulls out a sword. Would he have stabbed her if there was no sword around? Of course not. There's nothing to stab her with. But all of a sudden, it's a sword argument. The caller told him that the incident began a few minutes before the phone call. She said her 29-year-old husband, William Ayala, uh, had begun arguing. She, her, she had begun arguing with him. Ayala tried to fix her life with that sword. <laughs> uh, Yala pinned her against the wall and began to strangle her she said he then tried to strike her in the head with the sword the woman oh said God. she was able to avoid the blade and escape her husband's grasp long enough to flee afterward the woman began having difficulty breathing and was treated and released at a hospital uh, Yala was born, was found nearby arrested and booked in the Kern County Jail on suspicion of mm. attempted murder assault with a deadly weapon domestic violence false imprisonment criminal threats and brandishing a weapon just to keep it all oh shit they was like what mm-hmm. else can we tag you for yeah i wish you could i wish i had a picture of him i feel like his race gotta be black because he got charged with <laughs> everything. everything jaywalking speeding breathing <laughs> blinking parking in a handicapped space <laughs> um but uh yeah so people don't trust these people with swords man they will turn on you in a second uh thank you ladies for coming on the show man we really appreciate y'all Yes. Thank you for having us. Fun. Yeah, it was great. Make sure you guys go to com. You can also find them. Um, they are on iTunes and Stitcher and yeah. all that stuff. Uh, Whiskey Wine and Moonshine. It's a great podcast. Man. It is. Uh, we enjoy it. Um, also, you know, uh, check you, if you're listening to this later, Go look in the spree cast, fellas. I I'm just clear, saying, y'all. I'm just I saying. Clear. They, you know, they got the hairs all curled up and they all mm-hmm. dolled up. Mm-hmm. Follow them on Twitter at Whiskey. Hey, 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 we're not dolled up. We look like this every day. This is what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> they wake up like this, Karen. What are you talking about? Oh, my bad. <laughs> this is their, this is their, you turn over in the morning, you're like, oh, sunshine, all in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Good morning, sunshine. And, and, and scare on right no makeup on the pillow just wake up well i need to get on their game hairstyle because 
It, it ain't like that when I wake up. Mm. <laughs> Get no. at me, Karen. I'll, I'll help y'all. Thank <laughs> you. Y'all got y'all got to teach me that trick. Silk pillows, Karen. <laughs> Silk pillowcases. Yeah, you just, just roll off already done. Mm-hmm. On it. Bring it in on Twitter. <laughs> you can also you can also follow them on Twitter at Whiskey Wine Moon. Um, and they all have individual Twitter accounts and stuff too, man. So you can follow them there too. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks so for coming out. Of course, the blackout tips, you guys know all the contact information. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes. We read them on the show. We appreciate that. If you haven't done it yet, go ahead and do one. Uh, it'll be fun for both of us. Um, the sponsors were Adam and Eve and mm-hmm. also tweaked audio just put in the code tbgwt get some free shit y'all why wouldn't you want to do that uh we'll be back tomorrow at nine o'clock until then i love you you too baby Mwah.